What's going on after buzzers? It is season two, episode seven of Famously Single. Ronnie meets the twin. Tiffany has a breakthrough, and I have no idea where my co-host Jesse is. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Got to do, got to do. And Jesse's not here to dance with me. I don't know where you are, Jesse. Actually, my imaginary friend, Jesse, is here sitting right next to me, and I will do my best to tell you Jesse's thoughts on today's episode. Unfortunately, he could not be with us, and it's so sad because so much happened this episode. I feel like if Jesse was here, he would feel like he finally got a breakthrough. Episode 7, we are finally here. We get a breakthrough with Tiffany. Ronnie gets to meet the sister. Chad and Karina actually have a breakthrough as well. I, for the first time ever, they communicate. So there's so much to discuss this episode, and I cannot wait to get into it. And before I do that, of course, my name is Lena Nori. I am your host for today's episode, and I am once again sad that Jesse is not here, but he will be here next week. And if you guys want to, you can go ahead and find me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, even Venmo. I mean, if you want to send me money, you can find me at, at Lena Nori, like I said, all over the social web. So we're just going to get right into it. As you guys heard, we were listening to Fat Joe's What's Love Gotta Do With It? Because that, as we know, is a topic of this show. What does love have to do? What does love have to do with it? So we're going to start off with Chad and Karina, because as we saw in the opening of the episode, Chad invited a girl from Instagram and Karina invited Char. Now, I just want to start off with the Instagram thing. So apparently this girl DM'd him, got invited to the party, which is a little sketch. Um, I'm very surprised Chad would just invite a random girl from Instagram. I mean, he doesn't really know much about her. You just see a bunch of photos on social media. Maybe they had like a short little conversation. But he decided to invite her to the house party. And then Karina invited Char. And as we saw, she was being super flirty in the scene where Char's being very like, intimate and you know loving with her I wouldn't use the word loving they just met or they just barely met but he was very like into her you know looking deep in the eyes being very like deep into the conversation and Karina starts getting like super uncomfortable as usual and she's like oh my god so you know that's typical Karina and she gets super giddy as we saw and then we go into the scene where Chad is in the hallway with Tiffany and Karina is just dancing in circles and super excited I'm not sure if she was just doing it for show I mean Actually, I'm pretty sure it was for show. I don't know if she was really into Char or maybe just getting attention from a guy makes her feel better. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's human. Sometimes people like to get the attention they're not getting from somebody else. So she does her little dance um, in the hallway and then walks into her bedroom. And then Tiffany and Chad go into conversation. And I love Tiffany. I mean, I don't. she's just stepping it up the last couple episodes. She's just like logical one and it's it's kind of surprising coming from tiffany seeing as how later on we'll talk about the unfolding of her character but she basically tells chad to make more of an effort by telling him enough is enough just tell her hey i want to be with you i like you which sounds so simple but as we know with chad and karina nothing is simple so chad decides to give it one more chance as he says so he goes into the bedroom and as you can i mean as we all saw she wasn't really too receptive of it and he kind of got a little bit butthurt. His ego definitely got hurt. So he walked back out of the room. And we find out later on in the episode that when they're in the kitchen, Karina comes in, like storming in and is like, 
we need to have a grown-up conversation, which I thought was extremely ironic that she's coming in with, like, such a harsh tone as we know Karina to be and is telling him, we're going to talk and we're going to have a, quote-unquote, grown-up conversation. I mean, in my role, the grown-up conversation involves no ego and not being demanding, but obviously that is Karina's personality, which we finally find out, shocker, what all of her anger and aggression is coming from. It's obviously coming from her last relationship, as I had said in previous, in previous episodes and after shows, is that Karina is just taking her baggage from one relationship and moving it on to the next. She talks about how in her relationship he is going publicly and making false rumors about her and about their breakup. So I can only imagine, you know, as we're talking about Ronnie and Sammy in Jersey Shore, I can only imagine what it's like to go through a breakup. And now all of a sudden here you have the whole world giving their thoughts on your relationship as, you know, I'm sitting here giving my thoughts on Chad and Karina and then Ronnie and Malika. So it's very hard to hear people's thoughts and opinions, but you do put yourself out there. And when you do put yourself out there and you have such a public relationship, people feel entitled to give their thoughts and their opinions. So we find out from Karina that her ex is talking to the tabloids. And, you know, there's always a quote that I absolutely love when it comes to relationships and especially to breakups. And it's that, there's two sides to every story, and then there's the truth. And basically what that means is, I mean, to everyone, their definition is different. But to me, what that definition means is that you have the girl side, the guy side, or it can be the girl side and the girl side, or the guy side and the guy side. But you have two different sides to the story, and then there is the truth. But what I feel like is your truth is your truth. There isn't a separate third truth. You know, what I go through and my reality and my perception and my history is my truth. And what, you know, my significant other's history and, you know, his experience go through is his truth. So Karina, you have her being extremely frustrated and confused from her last relationship. You know, when you're that public, I'm just what I'm confused about with Karina is, is that she's going through this issue with her ex-boyfriend. And here she is on another public television show with, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of viewers where she's getting into another potentially public relationship where people are going to give their thoughts and opinions. And I'm just kind of confused. Like, why are you doing that? You know, if that's not something that you wanted, you could have easily gone and had a non-public relationship. I get that she's in the limelight. You know, she's been on Dancing with the Stars and I'm sure she'll be on many other shows. But why are you on this show? You know, I've always been pro Karina. I think she's definitely misunderstood and as we're now beginning to see there's a lot more layers to her that we are now realizing that she's not just someone that's just angry. She's just someone that's been hurt a lot in her past and doesn't really know how to deal with it and is taking everything from one relationship and literally bringing it on to the next. So I just would like to know, I mean, Karina, what are you thinking? You went from a very public breakup to now another public relationship on a TV show my only thoughts is that Karina maybe possibly wants to show her side of the story, and that's why she decided to come on this show. Maybe she wanted to learn. I don't really see... I see a little bit of growth. I don't see much growth. Um, I'll get into that later, especially with um, Colm and Dorothy and definitely with David. I don't really see a lot of growth. Um, maybe they've done some personal growth, but I definitely don't see it on the show. So back to chatting, Karina. We now finally know her side. We finally know what's going on in that head of hers. And as Dorothy said at the end, I love what Dorothy said. He's like, she's like, I love Karina, but she's crazy. So the fact that Chad is giving her another chance must mean that he's very much into her, which clearly he is. Um, 
I mean, yeah, he's definitely into her. And I loved how throughout the episode, Chad would like look to camera and give like a little wink. I mean, that was a terrible wink, but you guys get the gist of it, especially um, when they're outside talking by the pool. So Chad sees a whole new side of Karina. And I respect the fact that Chad takes what she's telling him and really absorbs it and is like, you know what, now I understand where she's coming from and I'm willing to give this another chance, which is definitely beautiful. It's, you know, big props to chat on that because Karina has been very confusing. I myself have been very confused with her. I'm sure as you guys have been at home, feel free to give your thoughts below. If you are watching this um, live, you can say it live. Or if you are watching this on YouTube, comment your thoughts on Karina and Chad below. I would love to know what you guys are thinking because she's, extremely confusing I have no idea I mean she's all over the place but today like I said I feel like we peeled away a little bit of the layer of the onion and we're finally seeing Karina's true side and it was super cute the way the episode ended off where they're doing those little masks um it's still a little bit awkward when they were saying goodnight it was kind of like the awkward hug I'm wondering if there's going to be any kind of progression I know that Chad asks her out on a second date which thank god so hopefully they can go to the beach or have something super casual and just really get to know each other because I feel like they've skipped the honeymoon stage and like jumped to like the pre-wedding stage where they're just arguing and fighting about like very serious topics when they barely even gone on a second date so I'm excited for you guys I really hope that we get to see what they do in the next episode which is also the finale that's not really giving us a lot of time I'm kind of a little bit frustrated about that I feel like we're finally breaking through to the rest of the characters. Um, well, we've seen a lot from Chad and Karina and Ronnie and Malika, which I'm going to go into next. But we haven't seen much on the rest of the characters. And we barely got through to Tiffany. Column just barely talks about the girl Lindsay, which we're also going to talk about next. So I'm super frustrated. I think Jesse would be frustrated as well. If he was here right now, he'd be like, mm-hmm, I'm over this. But... He is not here, and he will give us his thoughts next week. So look forward to that, and definitely make sure you guys tune in. Next, Ronnie and Malika. Ronnie meets the twin. I don't know what's worse. Is it worse to meet the parents, or is it worse to meet the twin? Because the twin literally knows everything about you. And especially these two sisters, they look so much alike. Um, her sister's name is Khadija. She is eight minutes younger, and Malika was so excited to see her. She says that they don't really spend a lot of time apart, so she was very happy to see her. What I did think was interesting is the introduction. It was a tad bit awkward. The Khadija goes out and puts her hand out when Ronnie gets introduced. I was like, oh, she put the hand out. But I can understand where she's coming from. It's a little bit awkward of a situation they just met. But of course, Ronnie goes in for the hug, which I loved. Good one, Ronnie. Thumbs up to you because... The best way to break through an awkward situation is to be the one to put the first foot forward. I know there's people always have so much ego. I know that there's been plenty of situations where I've met somebody. Um, I actually met this girl once and um, if she's watching this, she's going to get totally pissed that I'm sharing this story. Don't worry, I won't say your name. But I met this girl once. Okay. Um, basically, her name starts with an N. <laughs> That's all I'll tell you. But basically, it was like a... A big misunderstanding. We had just met. It was a guy that I was dating. It was his friend's girlfriend. But anyways, we we met on a boat and, you know, she put her hand out. And I was like, you will not put your hand out. I will get you. You will like me if it's the last thing that I do. So literally, I just grabbed her and I hugged her, which I'm sure was a tad bit awkward. And everyone's probably like, 
what just happened here. But like I said, it makes you the bigger person to embrace somebody. Um, unless it's just somebody completely random. I don't want like a random person hugging me. But in this situation, I knew there was a tad bit of a misunderstanding. Um, and then in Ronnie and Malika's situation, there's a guy and they live in a house together. They just met. There's a twin sister. The twin sister's protective. I mean, there's just there's so much going on. So like I said, kudos to you, Ronnie, for taking the first step to give her a hug. I thought that was amazing. So they sit down, they have a talk. But what I thought was interesting is that before Ronnie walks over, Malika and her twin have a conversation about Sammy. Um, Malika's super understanding about the situation. I think like she's a lot more understanding than I would be. I feel like there's a lot of baggage going on with Ronnie and the fact that she's being so understanding. And I understand that Ronnie said that he's, you know, over Sammy or that he's come a long way. I don't really feel like he's over her at all. I don't think Malika believes him either, which is why when she has, you know, a quick conversation with her sister, she brings up the fact that Dr. Darcy wanted to bring in Sammy to have, like, a group therapy session with, between the two of them and that, obviously, Ronnie refused. And what was interesting is that her twin sister asked, how long were they together? And Malika said, eight years. That's such an important point that I feel like is really overlooked. And I'm not an expert at all. I'm not, you know, even though I call myself Dr. Felina, I'm not an expert. I'm not a therapist. I don't have a degree in this. But what I think is crazy is that we're in a relationship with somebody for years. You probably spend more time on the phone and more time texting and getting to know this person. You're you're wanting to know them on such a different level because this is potentially someone that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. So you want to know them on so many different levels. And then just one day you decide or they decide or you both decide to just, you know, break up and go your own ways. And that person that you spent months or years or in Ronnie and Sammy's case, eight years talking to every day, texting, talking on the phone, saying good morning, saying good night, they become a stranger. And it's just it's such a weird concept. I've never been able to wrap my mind around that. I don't know how you guys feel at home, but I've always felt like that's the hardest part with breakups is where do you go from there? This person that you loved or you liked or you thought you loved is now a stranger. And I read somewhere that it takes half the amount of time you're in a relationship to actually completely get over that person. So in Ronnie and Sammy's case, that's four years. That means that he is not over Sammy, which I don't think he's over her. And I don't, like I said earlier, I don't think Malika thinks so either. And that's why when Khadija, Khadija heard eight years, she was like, uh-oh, because I'm sure she knows that's a lot of history. I mean, they basically grew up together. You're going up against a lot. So in the next episode, they show a preview of six months passing and which I thought was so weird. How are you doing all that in one episode? You go from giving us the season finale and then also showing us six months has passed and Malika does not look happy. She basically says that, what was I thinking? Um, she's like, what was I thinking when two complete strangers move in together? And what was interesting is, I don't know if she's talking about the show or if her and Ronnie actually moved in together after the fact. So... I'm guessing that they actually moved in together after the show because they're like, hey, you know, we lived together barely when we were 
they actually weren't even dating. I was going to say barely dating. They weren't dating. We were living together when we weren't dating. So let's just move in together after the fact. So I do believe she meant that they moved in together. And then she says she should have watched Jersey Shore. Ugh. That can mean so many different things. I don't think it meant anything well because as we've heard in the media, they obviously are broken up. I'm not sure if they're now still communicating or what the case is. But she does not seem happy. She seems very pissed off. She regrets moving in with them. And she wishes that she watched the show. That can only mean one thing, that it was a very nasty breakup. I really hope you didn't cheat, Ronnie, because you said you weren't going to cheat anymore. But you did say to Dr. Darcy that it was Sammy's fault that she cheated, that you cheated, sorry, because she didn't fulfill fulfill something in you. Ugh major I'm gonna take a point off there I gave you a couple points earlier a couple kudos earlier and I'm gonna take some points back it's never someone else's fault that you cheat it's an insecurity in yourself and I'm really sad that he chose to blame the girl on that one not so cool and then I'm pretty sure he must have done something big it seems that Malika's pretty pissed off it doesn't seem like it was something small because if it was something like you know, I'm not over Sammy or a misunderstanding. I feel like Malika is definitely mature enough to not be so catty. So it definitely had to be something deep. I'm really hoping you didn't cheat again. You better not have cheated again because that's like a never-ending record of cheating. So for you ladies out there that are interested in Ronnie, remember, he's cheated once. He will cheat again. I was really hoping that it was just a one-time mistake. You know, Jesse had faith in you. He said that you had just gotten on a reality TV show and that you didn't know what to do with the fame. So I'm really, 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 really hoping you did not cheat because I don't like cheaters. I will never cheat. I will never do that to somebody else. It is just such an emotionally scarring thing to put someone through you know there's physical pain when a guy physically abuses you what about emotional pain we never really talk about emotional pain when you get cheated on it causes so much emotional pain and it's also it makes you insecure it makes you feel like you weren't good enough like what could I have done differently or what did I do wrong and maybe that's not with everybody but a lot of people that I know that got cheated on they definitely feel the same and they definitely think that it was something that they did so I'm really hoping Ronnie that you did not cheat and I'm super excited for next week's episode I am dying to find out what happened Jesse will fill us in on his thoughts next week and now we are going to move on to column oh column so apparently You've done the disappearing act more than once. It was not just a couple episodes ago, but you disappeared on poor Lindsay. And she gave you another chance. Lindsay gave you another chance. Now, in the beginning of the episode, he invites her to the house party. And she walks in. She's absolutely stunning in this white dress. And she has these gorgeous eyes. And she's so beautiful. I wouldn't expect anything less from Colm, of course. And... On top of that, she's very sweet and very understanding. And his side of the story was a little bit different than her side of the story. As we said earlier, there's always two sides to the story. He did admit to disappearing. He said that they spent two full weeks together every single day. They were intimate. They had a great time. And he just disappeared. And I I don't know if he's like Houdini or if he's a magician, but he definitely loves to do this disappearing act. I think that's such a terrible quality. The fact that you don't even give someone enough respect to be like, hey, you know what? This isn't working out for me or hey, I can't do this. I got to go. And listen, 
Call him. If you can't handle a relationship, it's okay. You know, not everyone's meant to be together. Not everyone's meant to be in a relationship. Some people don't see themselves getting married. Some people don't see themselves, you know, on so many different levels. I might even get into that. But yeah. So yeah, disappearing, so disrespectful. And the fact that Lindsay gave you another chance, her side of the story was that not only did he just disappear and she says that she gave up her life, her work. She basically probably didn't go home, didn't go to work. Um, I believe she's a calendar model because she had mentioned that she has a new calendar coming out. And, of course, he said that he's going to have one up on his wall. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that. But, yeah. So she basically said that after he did a complete disappearing act, didn't even tell her or have the decency to tell her where he went, she saw him post a snap with another girl. So he didn't just disappear. There was another girl. What? I like I'm at a loss of words. What were you thinking? You had such strong chemistry with this beautiful girl that dedicated two weeks to you. She barely knew you. And you know what? That in itself says a lot. I don't think I would ever do that. If there was a guy that I really, really, really liked and I had such an amazing connection with, I can't imagine cutting off the rest of my life and spending two weeks straight with him. He would definitely have to prove to me that he's worth getting my undivided attention for two weeks straight. Not that I'm anything special, but I mean, look what happened. She dedicated two weeks to a guy that went missing. And then he posts a snap with another girl. I cannot believe it. I I just, can you guys believe it? Tell me, honestly, comment below. Let me know if you guys can believe it. I cannot. I feel for you, Lindsay, but I give you props that you came in with an open mind sat down at, I believe it was dinner, and you gave him a chance to speak his side, which I don't really know what his side was. I know that he said, I'm sure there was like a deeper conversation because they said that they were talking back and forth on social media as well. So I'm sure he explained his side. He definitely didn't tell us over the dinner, but he did say that he came back to the show to right his wrongs and that he's going to give her a honest chance. And he pinky promised because, you know, a pinky promise goes a long way. Back to like fifth grade flashback, pinky, pinky promise. So he pinky promised that he would not hurt her again. Call him. I'm going to give it to you. You knew you messed up. She, You've been thinking about her nonstop. And you put yourself out there. And you are giving it another go. I just really hope that you mean what you're saying. I don't want to be judgmental because I know people go through different things in their life. And... We haven't seen a lot from you. I don't really know what's going on in your life. You don't really tell us a lot. And there's definitely a lot of layers to you that you haven't shown us. But the fact that you are taking accountability for your actions and you met to meet with Lindsay and you told her that you've thought about her nonstop sense, hopefully you got your shit together and you are going to give it a go and be good to her because she's beautiful and obviously she's very understanding and she gave you another chance. That's saying a lot because I would not if it was me, just being honest. So let's talk about Tiffany and Josiah. Tiffany has been with Josiah for several years. They actually still live together. I think this is like the first time she's ever really talking about it. So I'm so glad that Dr. Darcy was finally able to break through. It only took seven episodes, but we're finally seeing behind Tiffany's, you know, sexual jokes and her sexual innuendos, and we're getting to see her at her core. And basically... She wants to be engaged. She wants to be married. She wants to have a family with Josiah, but she feels like she's on the back burner and she's sick of it. But I don't know with Tiffany. You know, she 
had an engagement ring and then she was upset one day because they weren't moving to marriage and she gave the engagement ring to a random person coming out of the store. I thought she was joking when she said that to Dr. Darcy. She was dead serious. She gave her engagement ring to a random person walking out of the grocery store. First of all, I hope it wasn't that expensive because if it was, you could have sold it and donated that money to charity or put it in your bank account and done so many other things with it. But you decided to give it to a complete stranger out of complete anger. And Dr. Darcy said that she needs emotional management skills and asked Tiffany to bring him to therapy, which I loved. So she called Josiah, asked him to come to dinner. And surprisingly, you know, He was a lot better than what I expected. She explained him as being the jack-of-all-trades entrepreneur. Um, He's very laid back, very understanding. But I guess to be with somebody like Tiffany, you do have to be laid back and understanding. He did agree to go to therapy, which I absolutely loved. Um, She did have a lot of ego at dinner, though. She's like, I'm the head bee in charge, and I'm not going to adapt to your life. My life is my life, and you need to do what I want to do. And it's just like... Too much ego. My best friend once told me, your ego is not your amigo, Tiffany. So when you're in a relationship anyways, there's no coming to my side or coming to your side. It's got to be a merger. You have to both compromise. And that's where a lot of relationships lack, especially, for example, with, you know, as we see with um, Chad and Karina, is when you don't have communication and you're not willing to see each other's side, it's not going to work out. So Josiah is very understanding. He pretty much told her that I'm not going anywhere. So if you want to leave, it's going to be you leaving. I'm going to be for you. I'm going to be here for you no matter what. She admits to being as nasty as she can. And I don't know if she's trying to push him away or trying to see how far she can push him. Either way, it's not healthy. Not a huge fan of that at all. Um, And she said to Dr. Darcy that she doesn't want to give him another year, especially if he doesn't want to commit. So that's why she continues to lash out. So anyways, they come into therapy And he admits that he likes the drama. You like the drama? He said, why would I want to come home to somebody that's so understanding? Like, that would be boring. What? Who doesn't want a happy, healthy relationship? Listen, there's always going to be disagreements. There's always going to be things to argue about or things that you disagree on because you're two different people with two different thoughts and two different emotions and values and opinions so of course there's going to be things to argue about but the fact that he likes the fact that she lashes out at him very unhealthy and dr darcy noticed that as well she said josiah you are part of the problem but you were also part of the solution which i thought was extremely helpful because she's not just blaming him and she's not just blaming tiffany she's saying that they're both a part of the problem and basically so that tiffany is like a toddler who is acting out for attention and that He needs to be more plugged in and less laid back, which I loved. And he definitely agreed. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the next episode and how far they come. And we've seen a lot from Tiffany, which is incredible because Tiffany is my favorite. And I'm so excited to see her come such a long way. And I do wish her and Josiah all the happiness in the world. Now we go into Dorothy, who says... Being warm and open and understanding is so exhausting. So she closes off the episode with doing a a face mask for herself and David. We don't really see a lot from Dorothy. I don't know why. I think that she's a great catch and I would love to see her fall in love and find somebody. But we we haven't really seen a lot from her. She just says that it's very draining as I can imagine being in this house with so many egos and so many relationship problems and so many people fighting. And I'm over him and I'm done with this and... 
I deserve better and so on and so forth. So Dorothy, I don't blame you for wanting to avoid a relationship, especially after seeing all the messy stuff that's going on in the house. David, I've seen nothing from you. Who are you? Uh, apparently in the next episode, he's going to talk about his ex-girlfriend. He said, my ex is too angry to get over me. I don't know why that's something to brag about. I feel like that's kind of sad. Why would you not want your ex to be happy and move on, especially if he's the one that says he keeps cheating and messing up? If I hurt my ex, I would want for them to find someone else that treats them well. He seems to think it's funny that she hasn't moved on. So we close off the episode super relaxing with a lot of face masks, face masks, and I'm super excited for next week's episode. There's a lot going on. We see the finale, and then we also see six months down the line. So I'm so excited. I hope you guys tune in next week. There's a lot to talk about, and Jesse will be here next week. If he's not, I will pull a straight Karina on him, and I mean it. So, Jesse, you better be here next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thanks for listening to me rant solo mission today you guys can find me all over the social all over social media at, at lena nori instagram twitter youtube venmo like i said if you want to send me some money honey totally joking on that note but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in again i hope you guys like today's episode i will see you next week bye from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz tv Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 